Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some reasons why your suction side cleaner may not be moving in the pool. This is a common problem that you run out to on your pool route, and a lot of homeowners will run into this problem also. I get a lot of questions posted about their cleaner not moving, and I'll go over some of the common issues why a cleaner is not moving in the pool. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. The first thing that you should check is to see if there's something jammed in the cleaner. Now every cleaner is a little bit different and the jam may be in a different location. For example, if you have a Hayward Navigator, sometimes a small rock will get jammed in there. You won't see it, but if you take it out of the pool and you disconnect the hoses, and be sure to turn the pool off, by the way, when you do this so that you don't suck air, you want to take the Navigator. What I like to do with the Hayward Navigator is I like to shake it. And when you shake it, you can hear if there's something stuck in there, like sometimes there's an acorn or a rock in there. And so shake the Navigator, and if you hear something rattling around in there, then there's more likely a rock or an acorn or some small debris that's stuck in there. So you have to take actually the bottom. There's like a little plate on the bottom with a screw. You can take that little plate off the throat. I guess it's the throat piece or the mouthpiece. And then you can actually reach your hand in there and spin the turbine. Sometimes it's jammed somewhere in the turbine. It won't really come out when you shake it because the turbine will keep it kind of suspended in there. But if you take the little mouthpiece off with a screwdriver, whatever's in there usually can drop out when you spin the turbine. You have an MX-8, MX-6, or the new Atlas or Max Cleaner. There's a little button on front. You just press that button. The top opens up. And then you can just spin the engine to see what's stuck in there. For the MX-8 type cleaners, usually something long, string-like, will be stuck in the engine. Just pull that out and the cleaner should move again. For the new Atlas or Mag, sometimes a little piece of pebble will also get stuck in the engine and just clear that and it should run fine. If you have a diaphragm type cleaner like any of the Zodiac cleaners or any of the knockoff cleaners, they have a diaphragm in there. And usually there's something stuck in a diaphragm, either an acorn or a rock. Diaphragms actually are pretty good about letting large debris through, but sometimes something does get jammed in there. I've had one where it actually picked up a gopher and it was stuck in the diaphragm. That one I just took out and threw away because I was not going to extract the gopher. And by the way, I also had a gopher get sucked into a Hayward Navigator. And that was a painful extraction for sure for me. Um, almost I almost threw up when I took that one out because it came out in pieces. But rodents do get stuck in the cleaners along with debris. So definitely you want to check to see if the diaphragm has something stuck in it. And a diaphragm wears out over time. It gets softer and a crack will form in it or tear. If you don't have a spare diaphragm, you can actually use electrical tape on there. and It'll actually work for about a week or so until you put a new diaphragm in. 
but the diaphragms do tear and they do get debris jammed in there. For a creepy crawly type cleaner, there's a flapper. And sometimes something does get stuck in that flapper and you just extract it. So of course, check the cleaner to see if there's any debris stuck in there. And that's the first step of getting the automatic cleaner moving again to make sure there's nothing stuck in there. As the pool filter gets dirty, the cleaner also may slow down and even stop moving altogether. So keep an eye on the filter PSI. Usually a cartridge filter will be anywhere from, you know, 15 to 20 PSI. And if it goes up higher than that, the cleaner may stop moving. A DE filter usually is at 20 PSI. And when it gets to 30 PSI, the cleaner is not going to be moving in the pool very well or at all. And the same with a sand filter. Typically you're at 20 PSI. And when it gets to 30 PSI, that cleaner is not moving. So make sure the filter is clean. Backwash it if necessary. Take the cartridges apart or cartridges out and hose them off. And I think the filter is a main suspect a lot of times when the cleaner is not moving. Once you clean that filter, you're going to really get better suction. Another problem may be that you're not getting enough suction to the skimmer regulator. So adjust that and close off the skimmer more. And of course, sometimes you're getting too much suction from the skimmer regulator. I think this happens a lot when you have a pretty powerful pump and the pool's smaller and you have the opposite problem of there being actually too much suction. But a lot of times you have too little suction. So you want to close off the regulator valve or close off the skimmer by turning the knob counterclockwise or closing down that suction from the skimmer. If you have like a Zodiac Flowkeeper valve, there's actually settings on there you can adjust so that you can decrease the skimmer suction. From the side port, it's fairly easy because usually there's a Jandy valve and you would just turn the Jandy valve to increase the suction. Now when you're turning the Jandy valve to increase the suction and also with the regulator valve and the skimmer, you want to make sure that the pump's not cavitating. That means that when you look at the pump, it's not filling with air and the pump's not making a strange noise because air is filling there. That means that there's too much suction to the cleaner. The cleaner throat is pretty small. If you look at the throat on any cleaner, it's not one and a half inches in diameter. So what's going to happen if you have too much suction to it now at this point while you're adjusting it? The pump will cavitate and suck air because you're creating like a vortex because you're not allowing enough water to pass from the cleaner into the pump. So make sure when you're adjusting the suction up, you don't adjust it up too far to the point where the pump starts to suck air. And you'll notice that the water in the pump through the clear lid will start dropping down. Just simply turn the side port a little back the other direction towards the skimmer and that should cause that to be perfectly fine at that point and the cleaner should work with enough suction to where you're not cavitating the pump. If you are then I would again look at the filter again to see if the filter may be dirty or there's a problem there because in most cases the pool should work with the side port where it's not cavitating the pump. Now if you have a VS pump setting the RPMs for the cleaner to work can be kind of tricky. I think most cleaners work at 2600 to 3100 RPMs and then you can adjust the side port or the regulator valve from that point and I don't think many cleaners work at 24 or 2300 RPMs unless you have that side port completely almost at the cleaner and then you have you run the risk of at a higher speed is going to cavitate the pump. So just be aware that with the VS pump adjust the RPMs to 2600 or 2800 or 3000 or 3,000, and that should get the cleaner moving really well in there. Another problem that you may run into, and this is something that happens on the older pools, and this is an air leak at the pump. Now, this could be caused by many reasons. Maybe you let the water run low in the pool, 
and it sucked air for a long time, causing the threaded part in front of the pump to, to shrink a little bit. It over, The pump overheated. Now, if you don't think that the pipes can melt outside of the pump, if you've ever had a pool that had no water in it or low water in it, and the pump was running for a few days, when you open up that pump lid, the water is actually boiling hot in there, and the pump basket itself looks like one of those shrunken heads from, you know, like the movies when you had the head headhunters and they had like a necklace of a head that was shrunken. That pump basket is all shrunken and maybe warped from the heat. And so because that pump ran dry, had no water in it, those threaded fittings in front and on top of the older pools actually warp slightly and air can seep in through those threads at that point. Now the newer pools have unions. Sometimes an overheated pump will cause the union O-rings to kind of expand and then you have to just replace those O-rings in the unions or replace the threaded part of the union that's threaded into the pump and that should solve the problem. I have a little trick that I invented where I take plastic bags and tie it around the threaded part of the front of the pump and on top of the pump and this actually seals the air leak really well. Now the plastic bags were the old style. You can still get the old style plastic bags at Home Depot. They still give them to you at the register. They're really thin. The newer plastic bags don't work because they're really thick. So you need a thin plastic bag. You can also use industrial um, electrical tape to wrap it around the threaded part. And that's a good way to seal off the air leak coming in from the inlet or outlet on the pump. And that should get the cleaner moving again. One way to really tell if there's an air leak in the system causing the cleaner not to move is to unplug the skimmer from the side port, turn off the side port, or unplug the skimmer, unplug the cleaner from the skimmer, and turn the skimmer on full blast so that the suction is coming to the skimmer. And if the filter PSI goes up to the normal range, let's say you had a D filter and the PSI is at 20, and then you connect the cleaner again and the PSI drops down to zero or the pump starts to suck air, and then you disconnect the cleaner, and then the PSI goes back up to 20. That's a really good indicator that there's an air leak because the pump can't pull the extra 30 feet of water with air getting in there. It's not a sealed system anymore. And so what happens when you connect the cleaner to the skimmer or the side port, it's no longer able to pull the water because air is getting in there, stopping the water flow or slowing down the water flow through the pump. And that's what's causing the cleaner not to run. Once you unplug the cleaner hose, it's pulling the water from the skimmer, which is, you know, 30 feet less. And it's really, it's going to have no problem pulling the water from the skimmer. So the air leak is more prevalent when you have a cleaner connected or when you go to manually vacuum the pool and you're not getting any suction. That's because there's an air leak. Other areas where the air could be getting in can be simply the pumplet O-ring. I was servicing a pool one time and I'll admit this to you that I thought there was an air leak because it was really old equipment. So I, I did my plastic bag trick. I was looking for other sources. You know, I thought maybe in the Jandy handle. And one thing I didn't check, which I should have checked first, was the pump lit O-ring. This was an old American products pump. And I should have checked the O-ring first. And I'm kicking myself for not doing it because I wasted a lot of time there. But I took the pump lid off. And sure enough, the O-ring was pretty much deteriorated in there. And so I put a new one on there. And by the way, I highly recommend you carry various O-rings for pumps in your truck and put them in Ziploc bags and label them so you have them for Hayward, you have them for the old Stay Right pumps, the Duroglass, you know, the, the Whisperflow pumps, and have a, a bunch of O-rings, at least two of each pump type, so that you can change out the O-rings on the spot. So once I changed the O-ring out of this pump, and I put the lid back on and I lubed it up, 
the cleaner worked flawlessly and, you know, the pump filled with water. And again, I was kicking myself for just, you know, not seeing the simple solution of just changing the pumplet O-ring. So maybe something as simple as the pumplet O-ring needing, needing to be replaced that will give the pump a good water seal or, or seal the air from getting in or stop the air from getting in, I should say, and give it a good seal. And then the cleaner should operate. Remember, it's pulling the water an extra 30 feet. So any little bit of air getting in there from any source is going to cause that cleaner not to operate or not to work effectively. And the last reason why the cleaner probably isn't working is there's a broken part in the cleaner somewhere or a part needs to be replaced. And this is something that you'll have to learn about the cleaner itself and get familiar with each particular cleaner. If you have a, a lot of Hayward navigators on your route, you'll know right away that when the cleaner is not moving on the bottom, and if you lift it off the ground and you see it moving, when you put it back down on the surface, it doesn't do anything but sit there like a brick in the pool. And that's why people don't like the Hayward Navigators because they always think that they're just, you know, props and not moving. They're like a brick that sits on the bottom. But basically, it's a simple part. It's the A-frame turbine and it's the kit they sell. I recommend changing both. So get the A-frame turbine kit. And once you change that, the cleaner is going to move perfectly in the pool. It's the only fail part in the navigator that keeps it from moving usually. And I have a couple videos on YouTube that show you how to replace the turbine and A-frame in the Hayward Navigator. If you have, again, a bouncing type cleaner like the Zodiac Ranger G3 or one of those clones, the diaphragm is usually ripped or torn. And this is the only moving part in that cleaner, by the way. So go ahead and replace the diaphragm and that should get that cleaner moving. The MX cleaners are a little more complicated. It could be one or two parts. It could be the directional device that's not working. It could be the engine is worn out. It could be the cyclones are worn out. So, Or it could even be the track is worn out. Something simple as the track not having, uh, not catching on that because the teeth are worn out on the track of the MX cleaners. So get familiar with the cleaner and what needs to be done to repair it. For the Hayward Aquanaut Pool Cleaner, Phoenix Cleaners, these are pretty bulletproof. But for those cleaners, I would look at the tires and see if the teeth are worn out. And if that's the case, you can actually rotate the tires and that'll save it. Also, sometimes the gears wear out in there, but they have a lower body conversion kit that just you can put in there and rebuild the cleaner just by taking the top off and putting a new bottom on. They do have stock of those again. They were out of stock for a long time. Hayward was moving their factory from Southern California to across the country, and they stopped producing a lot of things at that point. But they're back in production, so you can get the lower body conversion kit for the Hayward pool cleaner. And of course, there's other cleaners out there. You have to get familiar with how they operate and what parts can break on them to stop them from moving. But a broken part, of course, will stop the cleaner from moving. And it's up to you to kind of figure out which of these is the reason why the cleaner is not moving. I think debris jammed in the cleaner is number one. And that's why I put these particular solutions in the order they're in, because this is kind of how I troubleshoot the cleaner and the order that I troubleshoot the cleaner in. Now, the air leak may not be something that I troubleshoot before I look for a broken part, but the air leak can be very obvious. And if you look for those symptoms that I mentioned, then you can isolate an air leak being the problem why the cleaner is not moving. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingpoorlearning.com. On the banner, just click the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts I recorded. And if you're interested in the coaching program that I offer, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show.
Real quick, if you're not using pool server software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getSkimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getSkimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.